and welcome back to an expensive episode of Spill the D. I'm Sabrina, one of your hosts, and I'm joined as always with my beautiful co-host, Gina. Thank you. I haven't seen you in a while. I had to use the beautiful. I know. Did you miss my face? Absolutely. Did you miss my voice? It's gone. Nice and raspy. <laughs> camp. It's screaming the entire week, so it's nice and raspy for everyone. So before we go into the Disney news, first of all, I just want to say that I am so sorry there was no episode last week. Dropped my laptop with all of the files on it right before I left for this volunteer program where I did not have any internet, computer, nothing. So thank you for coming back this week. And I'm so sorry that after 74 weeks, we missed one. We had a good run. It was a good, it was a really good run. Actually really good. (laughs) Yeah. Cause there was a lot of pre-recorded stuff on that laptop that is now gone forever. It's all right. It's all right. Silence for her laptop. (laughs) RIP Lenovo, Lavono, whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming back. We appreciate it. Now let's go into the Disney news because all we can do is keep moving forward. All right. With the Disney quote. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to quote anyone. Make it Walt Disney. So there's so much information for this episode that we actually decided to put it into two different episodes so you don't have a four hour long episode. So we'll get right into news and then right into the episode. We did decide halfway through to do that though. So be ready for a sudden stop at the end. (laughs) cut short. Sometimes you just Uh, gotta hit the brakes. (laughs) So first bit of news is there is actually a new narration on the people mover. They're adding a part into Tron. So I'm excited about that. If you want to see a little sneak peek of it, there is a part of it on our highlight on our Instagram under Magic Kingdom. It's gonna be so weird hearing a new voice. It's gonna be weird. I hope it's just as soothing as the old voice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. We'll have to ride it and find out. We'll take one for the team and go to Magic Kingdom. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'll do it. Pull my arm. <laughs> what did Megan say? Pull my rubber arm. Oh, Twist my rubber arm. arm. <laughs> so the next thing that we have. So Tiana's Bayou Adventure is set to replace Splash Mountain in late 2024. That is the official name for the what everyone has been calling the Princess and the Frog ride. That is coming to Magic Kingdom. They announced it at this big event that they had in New Orleans. And they announced late 2024 and the name of it did not give any more details as to when it's opening specifically, when Splash Mountain will be closing, none of that. They just said that in Disneyland and Disney World, expect Tiana's Bayou Adventure in late 2024. Definitely ride it while you can. Ride it while you can. I'm going to miss it, but this ride is going to be great and I know it. So that's all that matters. Keep moving forward. Yeah, excited for it to change. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> the um, world will uh, not stop spinning i promise everyone <laughs> um two reopenings um harmony barbershop is already open those are perfect for haircuts during vacation or if you want your child to have their first ever haircut um, you do get a little hat that comes with it which is so exciting and the certificate what? <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Harmony Barbershop is the barbershop on Main Street in Disney World. It's actually like a functioning barbershop where you can go get your haircut. Yeah. It's not a fake sign. It's a real sign. It's it's real. <laughs> it's real, real. And the other reopening is the Bippity Boppity Boutique is reopening August 25th. That's where they can dress the little kids up as princesses or princes and get their hair and makeup done. As much as you're willing to pay for, basically. There's all different package sizes based off how much money you are willing to pay. Yes. Personally, I recommend bringing a dress from home. Smart. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah. You can do just the hair and then bring a dress in. You can also, you didn't hear this from me, but we're not paid by Disney, so I can say this. There are also outside companies who will come into your hotel room in the morning and do your kids' hair and makeup. And you can, they'll, they can supply a dress or you can bring your own dress and they'll come in dressed up like fairy godmother, princesses, whatever. And they'll do your kids hair and makeup. The pictures I've seen of it were like basically older retired women who came in at five in the morning because you had to leave at six and they did the little girl's hair and makeup out on the balcony. How cute. House calls. 
That's a good house call. So next thing we have, good news or bad news, depending on who you are. So Bob Chapek, the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, has officially had his contract extended for another three years. This is really good news if you're a shareholder because he's done nothing but make money for the company. If you are just your everyday Disney adult, then you're probably sad about this because he's done nothing but take money from Disney adults. He's milked it. And that is why Disney has made so much money recently. Everything's prices have gone up. So he will be here another three years. It was a unanimous decision by the board, which I'm sure so much of that was just based off of how much money he's made the company. Because if you look at the numbers, yeah, he's a great CEO. If you look at happiness of fans of the company, not really. But (laughs) the craziest part about it is on top of all of this, this is where people are really losing their minds. He will be getting a $20 million bonus and there's still no Magical Express back. There are still no free Fast Passes. There is still no free Magic Bands. All of these things he has taken away and he is getting a $20 million bonus. He's getting rewarded. rewarded. Yep. Just imagine if they are able to give him a $20 million bonus or if he is able to give himself a $20 million bonus. I don't know how that works. It's probably not him. It's probably the CFO, but still, how much money has he brought in by getting rid of all these free things and just by raising prices and stuff like that, that he's getting a $20 million bonus? Or because that's his bonus, what does he get paid? And then last bit is they're actually stopping the train from the airport to Disney. Thank God. Because <laughs> that train was going right to Disney Springs, which I don't know how that would play out. I still don't understand how it was supposed to work, how you were supposed to get off the train. And then Disney was not going to let people on their buses with all their luggage, I'm assuming. So I don't, I don't know what the plan was. And the bus stops by Disney Springs already get congested enough. The Uber stops get congested enough. I'm not sure exactly how they had it worked out. I never understood it. So I'm really happy to see that it's no longer happening. I think the goal is now to have one near Disney Springs, but off Disney property. But in my mind, at that point, just take an Uber or take a shuttle. Uber anyways. That to me, that's only beneficial for people who are coming from Southern Florida, not people coming from the airport. Because people were excited that it was going to go from the airport to Disney Springs. And that was the thing I never understood. But I mean, if you're coming from Miami, yeah, that's a that's a good thing. You literally just hop on and it takes you right through Florida. Yeah. It's also nice if you're a local. Because then you could just go to Disney Springs, hop on the train, and go right to the airport. It's like going into the city for the day. Yeah. I'm glad that it has been canceled on Disney's end. So real quick, last thing before we get started and we get back to our conversation with Megan from 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. We just want to remind you guys all that our podcast is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. It's a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency. They book and plan family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Orlando, Disney Cruise Line, and so much more. It doesn't cost any extra to book with them. Their services are 100% free and the vacation planners will help plan their clients perfect family vacations so that all you have to do is show up have fun and create those family memories you can start by getting your free no obligation quote at 407vacations.com and we will put that in the show notes for you so you can just go ahead and click that link you can email megan if you want once we're done with this or go ahead on their website and find someone that you want to work with and click on their name Yes, Megan is very knowledgeable with the food and wine. So if you need help with that, she's your girl. True. So let's bring her on. Hi, Megan. Hey. (laughs) So excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Megan, before we get into the food and wine festival, did you want to tell the listeners anything about yourself, how you became a travel agent or whatever you want? Sure. So I have been with 407 and beyond for... Almost two years now, I think. So I was traveling to Disney after COVID. Um, It was my first post-COVID trip in spring of 2021. And I was just like, I forgot how much I love these parks. Like I've been going since I was a kid. And it was one of the first trips that I went on as like an adult. You know, I went with my best friend. It was like our first post-COVID trip. And we just had a ball we like we had the best time ever and we were just like this 
can't be it for us. Like we need to keep going to these parks. We need to keep like, keep this energy. But, um, I ended up looking into ways that I could like stay within the Disney community. Moving to Orlando was not in the books for me, unfortunately, but being a travel agent, I could do from literally anywhere. And it gave me a way to like work for Disney without having to officially work for the mouse, if you know what I mean. Um, so I've absolutely loved it. Getting to meet like families across the country and helping people plan Disney vacations. It's so funny because every time I plan a vacation, I'm just like, I totally don't wish that was me. I'm so happy for you. Totally not jealous at all. But like, <laughs> it's really fun. Like it's, it's fun to get to know different people and like they're what kind of Disney vacations they're into because everybody is looking for something different. And I think that's what makes Disney so unique is that there's just so much to do there. But that's a little bit about me. And I'm so excited to continue just like working with Disney, visiting the parks and literally just loving the mouse because that's what I do. <laughs> oh, I love it. it. That was beautifully said. Oh my god! Oh, thank you. <laughs> I absolutely love Disney. I always have, but it took me like until adulthood to realize like how special the parks really were. And I think I was always afraid a little bit of like being a Disney adult, but I'm just like, I accept it and I just don't care anymore. Let it happen. It's going to happen. Like it's worth it. Like it's one of the only places that I like really feel safe traveling alone as a woman. I absolutely love it. I can go there and drink and Disney drives me home. <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> so I'm I'm always good with it. I I've never not loved a Disney vacation. I can agree with that. <laughs> so weird question as a travel agent, what's the so you live in Pennsylvania? What's the farthest away that you've booked for someone? Like have you ever booked for someone in California, just far from you? Yeah, so I booked someone in Canada. Um, and they were on the west coast of Canada. So they were in like British Columbia, which is like very far from me on the east coast. We were like completely different time zones. So it was a little bit hard to like coordinate calls with her. But she was like really excited. She, I don't think she's ever been to Disney before. Or she had like been to Disneyland, but not Walt Disney World. Um, and it's definitely going to be a long flight for her to go. <laughs> but it'll be worth it. But that was probably my farthest client was... Uh, literally another country <laughs> that is really cool so cool yeah. literally meeting people from all over the world <laughs> yeah it's definitely interesting have you booked trips like out of the country so I during 2020 I was actually supposed to go to Costa Rica and then it got canceled because of COVID and right now I am hopefully going to go to Tokyo Disney within the next I don't, I don't even want to put a timeline on it. I'm hoping to go in March. We were supposed to go this March, but it got canceled because the country wasn't open yet to um, foreign travelers. But we're going to be going in March. I want to go to Tokyo Disney so bad. My heart burns for it. Like all of like like Disney Sea. Like I yeah. I would move to, to Tokyo just to go to Tokyo Disney. Like I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And so I'm really hoping. <laughs> It's going to be open, but we'll see. We'll see what That's happens. Amazing. <laughs> You're going to love it so much. I went four years ago now, three. I went in 2018 and oh, it was okay. insane. Oh, I, my brain, I, like I blacked out. I was so <laughs> happy. I blacked out most of that day. I look back at pictures and I'm like, when did we do this? Yeah, I, I can't wait. I like literally just like seeing all these different stuff of the Tokyo Disney parks. Like they have this Beauty and the Beast ride and the beast like transform at the end. I literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, where, what just happened? How does it Why do it? is their magic so much more special than ours? Yeah. Why is, is it more magical? There? They have real <laughs> magic there. Like what's happening? Yeah. Just wait for their space mountain. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I can't wait. Like that. I feel like that's what makes Disney so special too, is they have like the same rides in other places, but just elevated versions. And like, like they have Tron and, you know, Shanghai Disney and like, we're going to have it here, but I'm sure they're going to be completely different versions of the same ride, which I think is really fun. <laughs> I hope not actually. <laughs> I kind of hope it's the same because it's so good. <laughs> Well, a lot of their stuff has like those minor differences too. So yeah. it's something just yeah. enough to be like, oh, this is a different ride or like that you're looking for when you're riding it. You're like, oh, I heard this is different here. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those things make it fun and exciting and it makes it worth it to like travel across the world for Disney. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I want to do them all. I'm jealous you're going to Tokyo. I can't wait. I'm trying not to like get too excited for it because I just don't know if the country's going to close again. They're currently not open, but I want to go so bad. <laughs> I literally want to go so bad. So I'm going to speak it into existence, going to manifest this country just opening their doors for me, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm excited to see photos. Oh, yes. You'll see a ton. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you guys want to get into some food and wine festival? Yes. Oh, my God. So food and wine festival this year starts on July 14th. So that'll be a week from when this episode airs. So we're really just prepping you guys. I have goosebumps. I'm so excited. <laughs> we're just thinking about food and wine right now. Yeah. And the fact that we actually get to go again for food and wine. I feel like I only go for food and wine. Megan, is it your favorite festival you said you love to eat and drink around Disney so I'm curious yeah that's actually kind of hard for me I think that I might like the flower and garden festival just a little bit more unpopular opinion the topiaries make it worth it I love the topiaries I might be the only person but I really love them you know it's so funny I've done three of the four festivals and I actually do put flower and garden above food and wine, but I think okay. the food and the, and the drinks are better. The, the topiaries, yeah. I'm not a flower person. I think they're cool, but I could like, I don't need to be there for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I loved the food and alcohol they had there. <laughs> yeah, the food was really good this year too. I went for mm -hmm. flower and garden and it was, it was amazing. It was a good year for them. I'm looking forward to food and wine though. It, I feel like this year they might, might take the crown for me. The menus so far look so good. I think it might be a toss-up. Plus, I don't know if you guys saw the lineup for the Eat to the Beat. They had some like really good bands on there. I'm like really excited. They, they're stepping up their game this year with food and wine, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Looking at these serious. menus, I was like, oh, it might pass it. I still I I don't think it's passing the Festival of the Holidays in my books, mm. but I think it's going to pass Flower and Garden. Yeah. yeah. I but see, I definitely I was freaking out for the, the list. I literally was texting our group chat that's going, and I was like, oh my god, these people are going to be here for our trip. Who is going to be there during your trip? Hoopa Stank? Hoopa Stank? Hoopa Stank. Oh, oh my god, I do love them. Yeah, but that's I like, good one. I, was, I was like, oh, what did they sing? And then I put that song out, and I was like, I definitely had this on my iPod. <laughs> found a reason for me that is amazing <laughs> jimmy allen's also going and i'm not even a huge like country music fan but i actually do like some of his songs so i was like okay disney like he's kind of relevant right now too yeah now. it's not like an old person you know no, like an old band or like i would love to see him <laughs> yeah i was like okay disney like whoever put this lineup together deserves a raise <laughs> i'm trying to remember who's the one hansen that always plays on Halloween. Every year they play Halloween and my brother and his wife are so excited because they're going to be there and they're going to see Hanson. <laughs> That's cool. But food-wise, should we work our way around the world? Yes. Cool. I have an important question for you guys. Mm -hmm. Do you start in Canada or do you start in Mexico? <laughs> are you going to hate us depending <laughs> on our answer? I don't think so. I know a lot of people are snobs about which side they start. I have but I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious because I feel like there's a specific kind of person that starts in Canada that like is very special to me. I start in Canada. I also really? start in Canada, but my family when I go with them, they start in Mexico. I just think you wow. should end with the margarita. I, that's our like the margarita. I like to end with the margarita and end yeah. with the nachos. And then also, I like going there, like, right when it opens, that everyone goes to Mexico. So when you start in Canada, the crowds are so much less. Like, there's, yes. like, and then you eventually meet them halfway or whatever, and then the crowds go back to normal. But that's, like, five or six countries that you are basically crowd-free. Yeah. yeah, that's a decent buffer, too. Like, that, that's pretty nice. Exactly. Um, I feel like it depends on the kind of experience that you want. So sometimes I'll start in Mexico and I'll go to La Cava and I'll have like three drinks, but I don't make it to Canada those nights, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you don't make it all the way. So you have to like be prepared to like have some sacrifices, yeah. but if you want to make it all night, you got to start in Canada. 
Yeah. Like you said, the crowds are just way less when you start on that side and it gives you such a buffer, like five or six countries before you actually, you know, are surrounded by people. Yeah. It makes, especially in that heat, that makes a big difference. Not having to wait in those lines in the heat. Oh, yes. Heck yeah. They also have a Starbucks that way now. So when sure. you're with the people oh, who yeah. like the Starbies, you can stop there and then go right in. I get a beer, they get a coffee. <laughs> they, that, wait, are you talking about the Starbucks on the corner near Canada? Yeah, yeah, they closed it, didn't they? Now that I just yeah, said that. Say it's, it's gone now. They totally last, forgot. When I went, they closed it and you can only get the Starbucks and Connections Cafe. But Connections is really nice. So if you guys haven't been there yet, you'll like it. I think Connections um, opened like two weeks after my last trip or something. Uh, yeah, just missed it. I'm it excited really nice, though. And the line for Starbucks is air conditioned. Huh. That's the positivity we need. Yeah. That, that's the energy <laughs> that's what we need that's and i heard there's day. lots of plugs for people to charge their phone <laughs> like yes. in the seat like yeah i even just that i was actually so surprised they have um wireless chargers on some of the tables so you can just like set your phone down that's and it so nice. you know if your phone's like compatible cool. with that i was so surprised because i did it by accident and i was like oh my god i did something <laughs> what's happening I was like, what's going on? But it's just built into the tabletop. It just has like a little circle on it and you can plug your phone in. I need that at home. Um, me too. I've never, never had like wireless charging before. And so I was very surprised when I saw it. I found out about them because my boyfriend works with like sawdust and things and it got stuck in his little port. And so we, I was like, how do you charge your phone now? <laughs> and then I was like charging phone without the port. And that's how we found the wireless stuff. But there's like nightstands that have them like the wireless like on top that you like placed somewhere like there's there's some things out there fancy there's some <laughs> things out there there's some things out there <laughs> all right you guys ready yes yes all right so should we start in canada then i think Ooh. that means we should start in canada i think it does too yeah perfect Oh, wait, real quick. Last thing everyone needs to know before they go in, get yourself a food and wine passport, bring a pen to the park if yep. you want to be able to check it off, because then you'll know what you ate later if you want to look back or that way you can try and get literally everything if you're made of money. It's so helpful. And you'll know what's coming up too. It is extremely helpful. They're free at the front of the park, at the front of the World Showcase, all over bring a pen though because they're not free and they will charge you $12 for a pen really oh my god yeah the five pack of pens I think is up to almost $20 because they're oh, my sister's yeah. favorite pens so she buys one every time we go <laughs> she's a teacher so she uses them all when she buys them it's like almost $20 now that she pays every time she goes it's insane that's and then like a singular Disney pen usually is at least 10. So working our way to the Canada side, okay. Sabrina's personal favorite, Earth Eats. I love this. I wish they had Impossible Burger ears. I would die for those. So you, you guys have heard us talk about it a thousand times, the Impossible Burger. Sab, how excited are you for this Impossible Meatball? You know, I don't even know if I want to try it. I really <laughs> want to just the burger. I think... I don't, I'm not a big fan of wasabi. So the Impossible Burger slider is wasabi cream, spicy slaw on a sesame seed bun. Totally things I would never eat ever. I'm not a spicy person. I'm not a wasabi person. But this burger, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It slaps. Yeah. And I've tried to make it at home and it's not the same. So I can only get it at the festival. So why wouldn't you want to try the Impossible Meatball then? Because clearly they're doing something, right? Because I want just like seven Impossible Burgers. Why would I fill up on something else? <laughs> Megan, do you have a favorite dish here? Not at Earth Eats. I I feel like I don't usually stop for it. I'm also not like a vegetarian. So, uh, or like a vegan. I know Impossible is usually um, like a vegan dish. But I think I have had the Impossible Burger before. I don't remember what year it was, but it was pretty good. I would be nervous for impossible meatballs, but I wouldn't be opposed to trying them. Like the description of it looks pretty good. Like basil, pesto, like that sounds really tasty. So it's honestly like Disney, 
can be hit or miss with some of these festival foods. So if the Impossible Burger is a win, I'm thinking the Impossible Meatballs might not be. <laughs> Interesting. I, yes. was, I thought you were going to say the opposite. If it's a win, then they're probably both a win. No, I, th- I feel like a stand usually has like one solid dish and then the other one's always like, eh, you could probably skip it. I can agree with that. Also, is it just one meatball? <laughs> yeah, probably. that's very true. <laughs> Like I can't eat two meatballs and then compare that with like a burger like that, you know, especially if they're like priced the same. Yeah. It's literally listed as impossible meatball. So yeah, there's probably <laughs> one meatball there. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. If it looks good, why not? Like if it's small, sure. Why not? But if it's like huge, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll wait and see the photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But their beverages are actually really good too. I thought they had the kombucha flight. Is that somewhere else? I think that's somewhere else. I think for beverages, I see like a strawberry freeze, like non-alcoholic. And then I see an alcoholic version, but I don't see the kombucha. No. Yeah. Last year they just had different teas and then a peanut Um, bar. So no kombucha there last year. Nothing has changed there. I don't care about tea. This is not my booth. I I like a good bite of an impossible burger, but I don't need to spend money on the whole thing. You know what's funny too? There is never a line. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> this is the only booth that does not have a line because they're they used to, which I thought was really rude. The year that Gina and I did the DCP, they had flavors of fire next to the impossible burgers. I love that they did that. It because we both just split up and went where we needed to yeah. go. It was like, all right, I'm gonna go get this beer with a wing in it. You go ahead and get your yeah, burger, possible burger. <laughs> It all works out. But then next to that, you like this one too. It's the Coastal Eats. Yes. I think they had like a, was it something, either crab or lobster last year. And it was really good. They had a a mac and cheese, right? Was it lobster mac and cheese? It might've been lobster mac. That that sounds really good. I should have eaten before doing this. (laughs) No, I'm going to end this episode starving. I hope everyone does. I know. That one, though, they probably didn't have it last year because they opened up the Mac and Eats. Uh, it's not um, on the menu this year. This year on the menu, they have two new foods, actually. It's the baked scampi dip, which I think they actually had in, like, 2018 or 2019. That's an old dish. Yeah, I don't think that one's technically new. No, I think it's, it's new, new this year, but I think they've had it before. Year. And then Oyster Rockefeller. I love oysters. I'm actually really looking forward to that. I don't know what it necessarily means, but I really like oysters, so I hope that it's good. But I'm a little bit nervous because portion size at Disney does matter. And one oyster for like 12 bucks is not going to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know they'll charge that much for it. Exactly. Yeah. So Disney can be a little weird, but yeah, I, I will not pay $12 for a oyster or a meatball. And then for drinks, they just kind of have wine, a lager, and a Cape Codder. <laughs> it's vodka, cranberry, pomegranate, and lime. Oh my that god. Sounds that, does yeah. sound that sounds amazing. That sounds good. so good. It's like a vodka like cranberry a- with a twist. <laughs> yeah. Looking at this oyster, it looks like you're going to get three of them, and then it's going to be a almost like a stuffed oyster. Mm, I don't know about that. I it looks good. That. It looks good. I'm not an oyster person, but it looks good. So mm, I might have to just, it's one of those things you might have to just try it. Yeah. I think someone's got to take one for the team. Yeah. You just got to try it. Yeah. But that's Always a really good, I'm all about sharing in Disney. If it comes with three, yeah. that's a good splittable thing. It can kind of justify yeah. it a little bit more. So Coastal Eats is actually one of the delayed opening ones. That one's not going to open until August 11th. I am currently making a list of things that I want to (laughs) try. Good. That's the point. I hope everyone listening is too. And right next to Coastal Eats, Sab's personal favorite, Flavors from Fire. Oh, (laughs) that one I just feel so bad for the cast members that have to be near that grill in 90 degree weather. I agree. But this is one of my favorite booths every year. It hits different. It's so good. This is where you can get the swine brine featuring Jim Beam bourbon. That's what it is. And it has the wing on top of it. Uh, you do it for the wing. 
sounds painful. <laughs> but they also have, oh my gosh, I get this every year. The corn beef on the crispy potatoes. It's basically like corned beef loaded chips. They are Ooh. so good. It has cheese curds and like a beer cheese on top and yeah. then like chunks of corned beef. Oh my gosh. This is my like my must have at Food and Wine Festival. I Did need they to have it. pulled pork in that? No, the corned beef kind of looks like it looks like pulled pork. The corned yeah. beef. Okay. But no, it's corned beef and it's so good. And it is included this year in the Emile's Fromage Montage which is basically the Disney cheese for all. Oh, yum. I forgot about that. Oh, I'll never forget about cheese. <laughs> Brazil's where it at. Where it's at. Where it at, yo. Where it at. <laughs> the other two foods they have this year are new. One of them is a chocolate cake. It's a Rocky Road chocolate cake. Okay. Interesting booth for that. I'm sure it's going to be delicious. Chocolate Rocky Road. <laughs> I don't like Rocky Road. <gasps> I don't like nuts in my food. I like nuts. Okay. I like food. I don't like them together. That's a hot take. Mm -hmm. I like it. I don't consider myself a picky eater, but these last three booths really make me sound like one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys also see that they're going to have banh mi bao with charred grilled Asian skirt steak, chicken liver, aioli, pickled vegetables, and cilantro? I don't know if you guys have had banh mi before, but I absolutely love it. If you like any kind of like sandwiches, like a hoagie, it's it's similar to like an Asian style hoagie. So I'm actually excited for that. I've never had chicken liver aioli. So that's yeah. that's an interesting take for, from Disney, but- uh, You don't keep that I, in your fridge? I don't, not necessarily, not usually. I do like chicken liver. Like I actually like like chicken liver and gizzards, but they have to be fried. So I don't know like how the sauce is gonna be, like an aioli type sauce. I don't know how they're gonna do that, but- I'm definitely going to try it. I've never had banh mi in Disney, so I think that that's going to be a worthy try. I'm going to give it a good try, you know? It can't hurt. Yeah, I would absolutely try this, and I think the chicken liver aioli sounds amazing, weirdly enough. I'm picturing almost like a like a chicken gravy, but like thickened up, so yes. I'm sure it's going to be really good. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right. If liver's cooked right, it can be good. It can be good. Yeah. It's always surprising. Like, it doesn't sound like it'd be something that tastes good, but it's actually delicious. So that's on our we should try it list. And then the- If you're feeling adventurous, go ahead and give yeah. that a go. <laughs> and then the corned beef chips, that is my you need to try it list. That, that's my must do. On that one makes me want to try it alone. Like that makes me so hungry. It's so, and it's like the beer cheese over top of the cheese curds and then they get a little melty. And I love onions and there's pickled onions on it. Ooh. I oh it's just like so many good foods all put together on one thing it's so good if they ever got rid of that I think there would be an uproar from the crowd okay so next up we have the refreshment port and this year it's actually hosted by none other than Borson cheese which if you haven't had Borson cheese before it is a goat cheese and it is literally to die for it is absolutely amazing so some of the featured food items they have are braised beef uh, poutine which is French fries, the Borson garlic and fine herbs, uh, cheese sauce, some cheese curds, and then some relish. And then also on the menu, they have a maple cheesecake with whipped maple bourbon cheese and candied pecans. Yum. <laughs> Yum is right. Garlic and cheesecake. herb. Sounds yeah. amazing. I'm thinking the garlic and herb cheese sauce on French fries. That's my mouth's watering for anyone yeah. wondering. Really, 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 really love relish. Really? <laughs> that's funny. I like how I, that's your takeaway. Like you're focused on the relish. Like I, I love like that they put cheese with relish and that's the thing. Oh my God. I love that we all got something different out of that. <laughs> There's so much to look forward to. <laughs> just, it just all looks amazing. Seb, this cheesecake actually sounds a lot like the one that they used to have at the cheese studio. Maybe they don't have it. <laughs> maybe they moved it because maybe this sounds a it. lot like it and it looks a lot like it. It's about the size of like a dollar, a silver dollar. It maybe was, a little bigger. It was. So, were you ever there when we got them? Yeah. They were so good. And they had no fruit on them. No fruit is supposed to be on a cheesecake. <laughs> well, this one's got some candied 
pecans. It's not, it all sounds delicious. I personally would go French fries with garlic and herb cheese sauce. Love horse and cheese. So that sounds so good. I wonder if that means it's a goat cheese sauce since you said that their portions usually goat cheese. Yeah, it's usually a, a soft goat cheese and it's so good. It's so melty and it's like the the like flavor that they put into it, like the herbs and stuff is just so rich. Like it, it takes in that flavor so easily that it's just so, so good. Like literally I have horse and cheese like in my fridge just every day I'm not even kidding I buy it from Costco in like a large pack and I add it into like pastas oh. and like different stuff because I absolutely love this cheese that sounds amazing that does sound good. good I'll have to try it it is so good I'm excited for the next one that we go to for mm-hmm. Australia for Australia I I yeah. I'm what did you say? I was, <laughs> we've been watching a show where they're all Australian actors. And so, like, we've just been having that accent lately. <laughs> all right. So, Australia's featured items, they have grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp, which I think sounds pretty good. But then they also have a roasted lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies, all four potatoes. But their new thing this year is lamington. Lamming, Lamington? Seb, say it in an Australian accent real quick. Lamington. I've said it more British. It's yeah. sound British. <laughs> That's yellow cake with raspberry filling dipped in chocolate and coconut. Yum. Oh um, wow. And they have a wine flight. That's why I said I was excited about the alcohol. This place has so much alcohol. <laughs> Looks good, too. Yeah, they have a pale ale this year, which is Pale ales, I feel like, are hard to find. They're underrated. Very. I have a lot of Pilsners in Disney, but not a lot of pale ale, which, like, very much surprises me. Yeah, and plus, pale ales are perfect for, like, a nice hot day, like, something light that's not going to make you feel like you're going to vomit so that you can still eat your lamington. Sad state in the voice again. (laughs) Lamington. It's British again. (laughs) It is British again. I feel like that little, what's that bear's name? Paddington. (laughs) You gotta watch more of your show. You you don't got this Australian accent down yet. There's like certain words that I'm really good at, but like their accent's hard to do. But yeah, and then there are four different wines to choose from, and you can get a wine flight as an option. So that's a win. Love a wine flight. I love any kind of flight. When you guys go to food and wine, do you get one of those plates i i don't remember if they sell them in the park but you can get them off etsy where you can like add you can like put your wine glass into the plate and like hold it so that you don't have to like hold your wine glass and hold your plate at the same time they do sell them in the park i've seen them there i I never have one one. (laughs) are you guys gonna get one for this year i drink my drink way too fast for that i don't i don't sip it I feel like I drink more like beers and ciders than I do wines or like frozen drinks. So it's never in a wine glass. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't know if it'd be worth it for me, but they're fun. I, I didn't yeah. know what they were at first. I was like, why does this kid's plate have a hole in it? <laughs> they do look like those like, like Zupal plates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bring back Zupal. Zupal. I'm surprised Disney hasn't started that yet. Honestly, like I can see that happening in DAC. Like, I oh, can yeah. probably see them having oh, Zupal. Do they even make Zupal anymore? I don't think they do. They probably went out of business like 30 years ago. I bet you I could find them. <laughs> I bet you Disney could buy whatever companies and then make it happen. Yeah. Easily. Or just like, um, make their own. They were like special occasion plates in my house. Like, we did not have them normally. So they would just show up and we were like, <gasps> Zupal's! I love it. Like birthday uh, and stuff. For the options for Australia, these are also gluten and wheat friendly, which is fun to note. I don't know if they say that. Do they say that in the book too? I think the, the book does say that. There's a little the symbol. Year. Yeah, they have little symbols next to the food. So there's a little G if it's gluten free. And I actually don't see anything about wheat. I think that that's new this year, but I think that they kind of tend to go hand in hand yeah so maybe this year there will be a symbol but last year there was not a symbol there was a symbol for vegetarian and a symbol for gluten not for vegetarian i'm sorry let me correct myself it was a symbol for plant-based okay that yeah that's what i remember from last year being plant-based 
Oh, you know what though? Actually, the more I'm reading it, it actually says gluten wheat friendly next to the G and the little key that they have at the front. Oh, cool. So That's as nice. long as you actually read the directions on the book, you'll know. <laughs> Gotta read the key. <laughs> Gotta read the key. If you're me, then no, you'll just see a G next to all the food. Next is Canada. We've made it. <laughs> we made it to made Canada. It. <laughs> uh, my family dies for this Canadian cheddar and bacon soup with the pretzel roll. They love it. I love it. Do you it eat it? so good. Me, no. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you, like, dip the pretzel since the bacon's, like, in it, but not, like, you don't have to eat the bacon. No, but that does count as one of the, the Remy's cheese items. The fromage montage. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to say it like that. <laughs> hey, I had to say it with a French accent. My French French accent will sound like your version of the Australian accent. <laughs> so therefore, we're just gonna say fromage montage every time. Beautiful. But you're right; that is included, and it's really good. I don't think I've ever had that one before, so I'll have to add this to my, oh my God, it, list. Girl, you're missing out. Pretzel roll sounds like amazing, honestly. So I'm a pretzel snob, and I think that roll is good. Really? Yes. I will definitely good. have to try it. I've had pretzel rolls before on Disney Cruise Line, and I really liked it. Um, but I've never had it in the parks before, so this yeah. might be a worthy try. The only issue with this soup is it's heavy. So on, like, a really hot day, it's not what I would get. Yeah. I went last year in August, and I had been so excited for it for weeks leading up to it. And then once we actually got there and like walked through the park and got back to Canada, I got in line and I was like, I'm not eating this soup right now. Like this is not happening. And I ended up with the filet mignon nice. because it just was not worth it for me. Filet mignon, also delicious. It will be back this year. But I, if I was going for one or the other, I would choose the soup unless it was 100 degrees out. Soup at 100 degrees isn't typically my go-to. No, it was, especially, it's so heavy. Maybe a yeah. light soup, but it's like a, it's drinking a cup of cheese with bacon. Yeah, especially if, like, you go to the Food and Wine Festival to, like, try multiple things. Mm-hmm. To, like, start off with, like, a heavy cup of soup might not be the best option if you, like, want to make it, you know, past a few countries. Oh, yeah. My family, last time when we went, there was 11 of us total, I think, and it was amazing because we all just took, like, one or two bites of everything. That's awesome. I feel like that's a good way to go so you can, like, try a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, like, how I food and wine now. I'm like, all right, how many people can I get to go with me so we can try (laughs) everything? Um, So, in Canada, are you guys pro-Ottawa Apple or are you absolutely against it? Have you had that cocktail before? It's like it's like this the one cocktail that everyone always recommends in Canada. Interesting. It's, I don't see it on the list for food and wine because it's always there. But I just had to add that if you're going to Canada, don't listen to any food blog that tells you to buy that drink. <laughs> they are lying. <laughs> and it's so gross. The only drink I've ever gotten in Canada when it wasn't a festival, besides a beer, they had this frozen blueberry drink. It was, I don't even know what kind of alcohol was in it, but first of all, it was strong. And second of all, it was delicious. It was at the stand that they sell the popcorn at. Oh, crazy. Okay. You know when they just like drinks there. No, you know when they just put like a random photo in a frame and they're like, this is what we're selling today? Yeah. That's what was in there. And I was like, I'll take that. And it was like a frozen blueberry, maybe vodka I don't know why it'd be vodka in Canada though whatever it was it was delicious it was so good that sounds amazing I'm sure I have a picture of it somewhere I'm like literally scarred from the Ottawa apple I was like (laughs) there was no good drinks in Canada it is so bad that's but I I actually recently tried the ice wine there and that was actually pretty good ice wine is that what you said yeah ice wine I feel like every time I go, I just walk right past into the apple seed orchard when it comes to drinks. That's really fair. I feel like that's probably the smart move as well. Yeah, I am a huge apple person and a huge cider person. I could like drink every single cider on this list. This is like when you get to the apple seed orchard, everybody, that is where to go for alcohol. There, If you like cider, there are so many options. It's insane. There are a lot. I'm excited for this new caramel apple pie ale at the apple seed orchard. Sounds so good. That sounds amazing. It sounds so good. 
They also have a Bullrock Imperial Apple Hard Cider. That one's new too. And you can get a flight there. So maybe I'll just get two new ones and then I'll find Old Faithful. The original Sin Hard Cider, the Macintosh Apple one. That sounds really good. But oh my gosh. Like I said, I'm a huge cider person. So I'll just stay there all day. And for a good treat, it's listed under beverages, but I don't think of it as a beverage. The frozen apple pie, that's my recommendation for a good treat. It's so good. It's like graham cracker on the bottom and then frozen apple slush. And then it's topped with a little bit more graham cracker and frozen apples. That sounds amazing. It's so good. It's in almost like a push pop kind of thing, but it's considered, <laughs> oh. or it doesn't have the push pop thing at the bottom, but that's like the size of a cup to give an idea. So it's like layered up and it's listed uh-huh. as a drink for some reason, but it is totally an eat it with a spoon kind of snack. <laughs> that it'll sounds cool. really good though. Yeah. It'll cool you down after that cheddar bacon soup. I love it. Not a huge cider person. Oh, this is my spot. Yeah. <laughs> Walk right to it. Like, I don't need anything else. (laughs) So let's see. Coming in after that. Ireland. Ireland. Oh, tools. Yeah, not me. Sorry. Okay, so there's a couple different things. I don't see anything that's new from last year. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at, too. I don't see anything new here. But honestly, that might be okay, because let's just stick to the classics. Yeah. It ain't broke. (laughs) I got any of... I feel like I've gotten something from this... I feel like I've got the warm chocolate pudding cake with Irish cream liqueur. Have you ever oh. had the Bailey's coffee shake? No, I'm not a huge fan of Bailey's or Guinness. Mm. Like, I, I can't handle the dark beers, so I just, you know, it's not the Irish part of me. I just don't like Guinness. It really tastes like a coffee milkshake. Oh. It's not as thick as a milkshake, but it's, like, thicker than... If you had a glass of milk, if that makes sense. It's the best way I can describe it. Interesting. And it Wish comes it was in- like any other kind of beer with it. I think I would try it, but I just, I With don't the know. Baileys? I don't know. Guinness and Baileys goes pretty well together. Yeah. And Baileys and coffee goes very well together. <laughs> Sounds like an espresso martini, but like a, a perfect shake. chain reaction. I don't know. I, it's kind of a hard hard pick for me because I feel like there's other good spiked coffees in Epcot. So I don't know if I would necessarily pick this one. This is like a rough one for me. I agree with that. I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but my thought with this one is like none of these foods, none of these drinks make me want to spend the money on them. Yeah, exactly. Like just, nothing stands out. No, there's just so much better food other places that I want to spend the money on yeah that's unfor- the unfortunate truth plus I there's mean, shimmering sips like right by it so it's kind of like that outweighs it yeah fully <laughs> fully <laughs> I like shimmering sips I don't think I've ever had it but I see this mimosa flight and I just don't know how I haven't had it before the mimosa flight uh they, they have a new mimosa this year too I don't know if you guys um see that one on your menu but it's called Mm -hmm. the berry sour ale mimosa so boulevard brewing company berry nor sour ale and sparkling wine sounds so good that sounds really good like a berry mimosa sounds like delicious i don't think you could ever go wrong with a mimosa like i don't think there's a bad mimosa (laughs) they have the tropical mimosa there sab that's with the pog juice oh so good. We are definitely stopping there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know, Pog Juice is passion fruit, orange, and guava. You can get it at the Polynesian. And it's just so good. Yes. <laughs> and it is called Pog Juice. Like Pog, yes. For real. It's on the, the cup. Like, we're not just being obnoxious. That's actually yeah. how you order yeah. it. But they have a new cookie there this year that I am not going to get because it's plant-based. But I'm sure for someone who's plant-based, it's going to be delicious. It's a guava mousse on a sugar cookie with coconut lime whipped cream. That actually sounds pretty good. I'm not plant-based either, but I would maybe try that. It's one of those things that if someone else bought it, I would take a bite of it, but I'm not going to go spend my money on a plant-based cookie. Yeah, I'm not going to like spend $6 on like a plant-based cookie unless it like I got up to the stand and it looked like really good. Or someone told you it was amazing. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) 
if someone else tried it and was like, you have to get this, I'll follow the crowd, but <laughs> otherwise. Twist my rubber arm. <laughs> What'd you say? I said twist my rubber arm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like that. <laughs> I always say that in Disney. Like whenever someone's like, oh, do you want to go stop in La Cava for two hours? I'm like, yeah, twist my rubber arm. Like, how could I say no to that? <laughs> I usually just do twist my arm. I'm totally going to start saying rubber arm though. That's so funny. <laughs> So next up is France. Ooh, that's, I feel like this is going to be a good one this year. This one is always hard for my family because of the crepe stand now and the dessert place. <laughs> so it's like, do we get the booth? Do we get the crepes? Do we get the dessert? What do we get? This one's always hard for me because the line is always outrageous. Yeah. The line is always so long. I feel like it's because it's... <laughs> one of those if you come in from the skyliner it's one of the first countries you see so people are like so hungry they're ready to start their you know their day or their evening and so they're like let's just stop in france so i yeah the line is always ridiculously long it's that one the show is poorly placed near it and then people getting to the ride too i feel like it's so bad in that area it's like a corner pavilion like i know world Mm showcase is technically a circle but that that one's kind of cornered, it feels like. Yeah. So, And then that is, like, the center of the corner. So you just get kind of shoved there. Yeah. And then However, Nell meets there, too. And Aurora? Yeah. But, yeah. So Aurora Bell, just that, the show, the ride. There's a lot going on in that country. Yeah. There is. But worth it for the beer braised beef with smoked Gouda mashed potatoes. That sounds amazing. The Gouda mashed potatoes is enough to get me there. I love potatoes. And oh, cheese. and creme brulee. Creme yeah. brulee. I just don't know if I can have that on a warm day. Guys, I'm reading, <laughs> I'm reading Belgium. French word, French word. <laughs> yeah. Raspberry jam. <laughs> I love something in French. I just read Belgium. There are no Gouda mashed potatoes in France. <laughs> oh. I was like, that does sound good, but I don't see that. But maybe she has a different list. <laughs> no, I was just saying what what would be good all right let's try that again so uh, a warm beignet filled with a three yes. cheese blend there we go i found cheese and carbs don't worry that sounds good escargot escargot have you guys had it before escargot? Yeah. it made me what sick did you think? it was delicious but the butter made me sick i had it on a cruise and i had to pause for like a few minutes when the second course came and just wait and then my stomach calmed down and i ate no problem I also tried it for the first time. I was on uh, the Disney Magic, and mm-hmm. I did not want to try it at all. And our waiter was so convinced. He was like, you guys are all going to love this. Yeah. And so we didn't even order it. He ended up bringing it to our table. And he was like, you're on a cruise. Find an adventure. And so we were like, okay, you're right. Like, let's be adventurous. And we cleaned the plate. Like, it was actually so good. Yeah. It was, it, like, green garlic was nailed. delicious. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was so good. It was just so much butter. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, it is a lot of butter, um, and that could definitely put you out on like a hot sunny day, in you know, yeah. walking around food and wine. But I feel like that's probably going to be one of the most ordered mm-hmm. things there because that's one of those things you hear so often, like when people talk about France and French cuisine. Yeah, that I so think true. that's going to be ordered a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right about that. I can't say any of the words on this French menu though. <laughs> They're going to get so annoyed listening to all these Americans try and order these foods. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's when you just point. <laughs> Can yeah, I have yeah. that one, please? Yeah. You pull out the booklet. This one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> the strawberry rose mimosa sounds really good as well. It does. Merlot, Chardonnay. They have the a martini slush. Oh, yum. That sounds good. They have like um, a lemon margarita slush over at the alcohol stand where the crepes were. It's so good. It's like a weird mix between a lemon drop and a margarita. That sounds really good. It's delicious. We went looking for it because, I mean, we'll get to it eventually, but Italy usually has a lemon margarita. It's like an Italian margarita. Yeah. And it's one of my sister's favorites. And we were worried that we weren't going to see it there. So when we saw that one, we got it. And oh my gosh, it was delicious. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. My only issue is that I have such a hard time passing the orange slush. Like if I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go find it. I, I have to stop and get an orange slush first and I never make it. I love that Grand Mariner slush. Wait, so what's that slush called that you said to try? It's a lemon. Let me see if I can get the exact name for you. I'm going to have to put that on my list. I always keep a list on like my uh, notes in my phone of like what drinks I want to try where. I'm definitely going to have to add that one. Italian margarita with tequila and limoncello? Limoncello. Why does it have an I? Because it's Italian. Italian. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually had it and it's, it, it was really good. I will say though, like it's one of those drinks that kind of sneaks up on you a little bit. Like you're like, oh, this is juice. And then you're walking around a little bit and you're like, I'm going to sit down. The one in the Italy pavilion, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because it's a very expensive drink. It's like $14 and it's it's big, like it's tiny. It's not cheap, but like then you're right. It hits you and you're like, oh, that's what I just paid for. Got it. Yeah, exactly. No, it was so funny. My mom actually ordered it the last time we were there. And it came in this small cup and she was like genuinely upset. She was like, I can't believe I just paid $14 for this. I am an idiot. And she drank it like, like it was juice. She was like, that was so good. I, I bet you there was no alcohol in there. And then we were walking around and she was like, I actually think I'm going to sit down now. She was like, I understand why that was $14. <laughs> That's literally what happened to me. Here we go. It's a froze slush. I believe it's the same spot that you get the orange one. Oh, I wonder if I've tried it then. They have a yellow one also. Oh, I definitely haven't had the yellow one. I've had one that's, I've had an orange, that's the Grand Mariner. And then they have one that's like a lighter color. Yes. Okay. So it's a Grey Goose Citron Lemon Slush. I have had that one before and it was really good. It tastes like frozen lemonade. It's so delicious. I thought, I wasn't the one who ordered it. My sister ordered it and then we shared them. And that was why I thought it was a margarita because she was so excited that she found a version of what she was looking for but so that is my bad it's just the lemon slush but it is so good it is really good and it's like one of those drinks that are like super refreshing too Mm -hmm. on that hot day that was the one that I was sitting down and when I stood up I was like oh okay there's a lot of alcohol in this got it (laughs) good to eat now so the next place that we're going is Brazil I love this cheese bread this cheese oh bread is God. so good. So good. <laughs> I remember getting it a lot. I think that was the only video or picture I've taken of the Whole Food and Wine of 2019 was Brazil. For the cheese bread? <laughs> oh, my God. I took Rick to a Brazilian steakhouse for his birthday, and they walked up and put the bread on the table, and I bit it, and I was like, this is the cheese bread from Epcot. <laughs> this is it. I eat like at least two just sitting there and then more later. So good. And the portion they give you is actually not bad. No, it's pretty huge. It's shareable. That's how good it is. The I feel like the line of Brazil is always too long for me to stop. But if this cheese bread is worth it, I'm going to have it's to worth stop it. it. It's not like, not like a Red Lobster cheesy biscuit. And it doesn't like ooze out of it. I don't even, it's almost like a cheese it's like the cheese is like in the in the dough not in the middle only it's not like stuffed into it like it's in the dough okay okay it's that sounds really good good. it's so good it has and it has that like strong cheese flavor to it oh i love that it's it's, it's the only part like there's no sauce there's nothing like it's so good on its own i'm excited for that yeah. Oh, it says it's gluten-free, so that's actually kind of it's cool. So good. I don't think they had Brazil last year. They did. They did? There was cheese bread. Did we skip it? Don't Maybe you worry, girl. The bread. I'm there for the cheese bread. Yes, it was there. But they got rid of some of the food they had there last year. Um... So they brought back the cheese bread. But they got rid of, I can't say anything at the Brazil places, even the cheese bread has a much fancier name. But they got rid of this like seafood stew that they had. Not that great, not gonna lie. See why they got rid of it. And then this says that the pork belly is new, but they had pork belly last year. So I think they just changed the recipe of the pork belly. Hmm. 
So the only thing that is staying that is exactly the same is the Brazilian cheese bread, which, by the way, is a part of Emile's fromage montage. <laughs> the tried and true. Gotta have the cheese What do you bread. get if you get all the cheeses, you know? So actually, they're doing it th- differently this year. So <laughs> the Emile's fromage montage, last year, there was five different cheese dishes that you could try. And then when you finished it, you got just a completer prize. They don't actually tell you what it is I have it sitting here last year it was like a plastic wine glass that they had put I believe a like strawberry cheesecake dole whip custard thing in so I'm assuming it'll be something similar to that they don't tell you what it's going to be the fun thing about this year is you still need to eat five things but they're giving 10 options so you just need five of the 10 so if you don't like certain things you don't have to eat them because before they'd be like, oh, we'll just get two of another things. They still wanted you to eat five. So now it just gives a little bit more for maybe the picky eaters of your group or if you just don't want something. Like if you don't want to eat the cheese and bacon soup because it's 110 degrees, you don't have to. You don't need two bowls of soup. No, you can save yourself. All right, everyone. So we are going to stop there for today. We're about halfway through. Sorry it was a little bit abrupt, but this was a really long episode and we want to make sure that you guys have time to take it all in and aren't sitting here for three hours listening to us talk. But thank you so much for listening. Megan's Instagram, if you would like to find her, is at Megan in the Magic. We're going to put all of her social media, her email, everything that you would need if you want to contact her, book a vacation with her, anything like that will be in the show notes for you. So you can just go ahead and click that. And we will be finishing up with Food and Wine Festival next week. That's when it starts. When it starts. So guys, until next week, we'll be back to talk about some more food and wine. We will. See you at the castle. I had seven Impossible Burgers last year. Seven. We were there for a day.